I'm Tim. Welcome to episode 9 of this podcast, exploring the lives of my canal boat living neighbours during COVID-19 pandemic lockdown here in the heart of Birmingham, England. We are a small community of approximately 25 canal boats moored in Hockley Port. To stay here, we each pay a rent for a fixed space of water alongside the towpath for our boats. Our landlords, for want of a better term, are the Canal and River Trust, also known as the CRT, and they're responsible for the hundreds of miles of canals and towpaths across the country. As such, the CRT plays a very important role in the everyday lives of people who live on canal boats. And so this week, we explore this relationship and the additional complexities brought on by the lockdown. Let's start with Nikki. This week, Tim's asked us to think about Canal and River Trust and how well they're managing the whole situation on the canals with the lockdown. Now, one of the main hobbies of boaters is always to have a go at Canal and River Trust. Um, It's the way you always have a go at uh, the management. But I think they've been doing a pretty good job, to be honest. In terms of being our landlord, of managing the site here at Hockley Port, everything's carried on as normal. When there's been uh, something broken in the toilets, they sent somebody out to fix it when it was reported. The landscape guys have still been coming and mowing the lawns. It's all business as usual. Now, out on the towpath, it is getting very busy and people are getting antsy about whether they're allowed to move or whether there are too many people on the towpath and should they be kept just for boats and things like that. I think Canal River Trust are in a bind, whatever they do, really. Since they became a charity and they've had to raise their awareness, they've got to raise their own funding. And one of their roles is they have to justify future funding, public funding from the government, from local authorities to maintain the canals. And one of the ways you have to do that is actually by expanding who uses the canals and making it valuable to a wider group of people. So for the last 10 years, they've been saying, canals are amazing, you should come to canals, they're an outdoor gym, they're a you know, wonderful leisure asset, come and have your healthy walking on the canals, they're a beautiful green space asset right in the heart of the city which is all true so it's pretty difficult just when people want to be able to get outdoors in the heart of the city to go no you can't come now so you know you're, you're in a bind whichever you do but around here the canals I don't think have been overly busy there haven't been people moving we've got to go and pump out our toilet tomorrow so we're going to go we're going to take the boat into town and I think a couple of people will go oh, are you allowed to move one of our neighbours has, has left the boatyard and gone cruising. And I think as long as you're careful, you're not operating too many locks, you're making sure you're careful about where you put your hands, etc. It's common sense. Canal and River Trust are also run by largely volunteers actually out on the canal. So you, you can't expect volunteers to go out and then put themselves at risk. I asked Pete too how he thought the CRT were doing during this time. So CRT... Mm. They have, I think, been largely absent from the whole picture of the coronavirus issue. I have seen uh, some CRT representatives, well, they're not representatives, they're workmen, just doing the grounds at uh, Hockley Port, but nothing else. The rest of the usual team haven't been around at all. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think, generally, we're fairly good at self-regulating and we can quite happily exist without CRT's interference. The relationship with your landlord is always a delicate one and Penny has a lot of history with hers. My baseline relationship with the Canal and River Trust, CRT, the organisation that was formerly British Waterways, or BW, is probably best described as uh, unpleasant, 
mistrustful, et cetera, et cetera. British Waterways was imposed on me as firstly a moorings manager and then a land owner where I moor. And during the 1990s, I was a prominent campaigner and pressure group member. So yeah, we've, we've had our battles and I currently just try and avoid interaction with them as much as possible because although there have been some general improvements, I still find them, oh, quite a difficult lot to deal with. Let's just leave it at that for now. So you have to understand the power imbalance, particularly as a residential boater. Although I've lived here for around 30 years, I can be evicted for absolutely no reason whatsoever on just a month's notice. You don't have security of tenure, even in um, a set of moorings as unusually well regulated as these are. We have residential planning permission, we have houseboat certificates, uh, we pay council tax. So we are a very, very legitimate mooring. The top and bottom of it is we could still be evicted for no reason. Just to give a bit of background on Canal and River Trust, most of the canals used to be run by the government body, British Waterways, after they were all nationalised in the 40s. And this carried on up till 2012, when British Waterway was turned into a charity body, Canal and River Trust. So it's still partly funded by the government. About a third of its income is the government. About a third of its income is from boating, moorings, from licence fees, um, but also from other users such as fishermen. And about a third of its income comes from property investment. So it's got to attract a wide variety of people. It isn't just for boats. So you're trying to encourage a lot of other different groups to use and value what the canals have to offer in terms of leisure, in terms of health and well-being, in terms of nature, conservation, in terms of everything such as water supply. So they've got a really difficult job balancing the needs of navigation and the needs of lots of other people. And so when you get to a situation like this, you have to protect people by not wanting boats to go around and, and start using locks and, and touching things and using facilities or having problems which require people to come out to them. But equally, you do want those canals to be a venue for people to be able to go out. If you haven't got a garden and you live in the city centre, the canals are an amazing resource. Like right there on your doorstep, you can walk or run for miles and miles and miles in this little green corridor right in the heart of the city. They're superb assets like that. We want people to use them. I'm a, a trustee of the Inland Waterways Association. Again, we campaign for the use and restoration and management and valuation of the waterways in general. So we do want people to use them, but it's always difficult to have crowd control. You can't really say you can't go out there. So how are other boaters experiencing the Canal and River Trust right now? Hi, Harry here. I think CRT have actually handled lockdown really well. I've seen quite a few other authorities and things just flounder and kind of not know where on earth they're going. But I think from the start, CRT had some really clear directions. So for fishermen on the canal, they said, no, you can't go fishing. For boaters who were out cruising, they said, find a safe place, stop there. We won't expect you to move like we normally would expect you to move every two weeks if you don't have a permanent mooring, but you know we're going to let you off because of the circumstances so find a safe place stop there and for walkers and cyclists they did what they could for enforcing social distancing of course a towpath is a really difficult place to do that they're all very narrow and exercise was always encouraged so i suppose crt kind of have to go along with that and i think that what CRT have done really quite well is promote the use of canals and pique people's interest in canals during the lockdown, which hopefully is going to translate into more interest in the future, because the more people who love our 
British Canal Network, like I'm pretty sure everyone on this podcast does, the more enthusiasts we have, the safer it is in the future, and the more funding it might get, and the more people might not throw old mattresses and tyres in the canal, and hopefully might look after it a bit better, and hey, the more people might become boaters. And despite what, what we might sometimes say, that is actually a good thing. That's a good thing for everybody. So I'm pretty chuffed with, with CRT's response. I think it's been sensible. It's important to know that during this period of lockdown, we haven't been allowed to move our boats for anything other than essential trips. And so whilst the towpaths have been very busy, the waterways themselves have been very quiet. Here's Lisa and Ian. Well, we finally saw a boat moving on the main line today, which is something that we haven't seen for quite a while. No, it's all been quiet on the canals, hasn't it? Apart from the towpath. Yeah. But I don't think uh, the restrictions affected us really, did it? No, because we've been to work. We haven't really been out and about. We had that phone call, didn't we, off the CRT? About the lady next door, they couldn't get in touch with her, could they? And they was really, really polite about it. They said, oh, we just don't know. We can't get in touch with her. We don't know if she's okay. I thought that was really nice, actually. You know, I mean, she was okay, wasn't she? You know? Yeah, she was. But it was nice that somebody from the CRT actually took the time to phone us to say, look, it's not your responsibility, but is she okay? Yeah, she just hadn't got a phone switch on, I think, had she got. But uh, it's the first time I've known her to be concerned about citizens, if you like. They're not all too bad, are they? I mean, they aren't the best, but they aren't too bad. Here's Pete again, out on the canal, making an essential trip on his boat. So Canal and River Trust, since they've become CRT, when they morphed from British Waterways to CRT, have cut their workforce back uh, massively, which has meant that there is very little control now of the canal system and policing of the canal system. And I'm not talking about Hockley Point, I'm talking about a wider picture now. So, you know, there's an awful lot of stuff that goes on on our canals that doesn't really sort of receive much attention. For example, out on the main line at the moment, Birmingham main line, there is a, a dumped oil can of some kind, uh, which is continually leaking out a slick of horrendous oil. CRT have come along and put a, a boom around it which has now been taken out by local um, people whoever they are <laughs> and uh, now there's a oil slick floating up and down the uh, Birmingham main line which is pretty unpleasant and obviously disastrous to fish and other uh, wildlife populations that are around so you know I'm, I think that CRT could do with massively more funding um, but at the same time I'm concerned that they're increasingly seeking their funding from the likes of us at Hockley Port. I think a lot of the EU money that uh, was used for restoring canals has also dried up. So, well, it's obviously gone since we've left the EU. And I know that uh, CRT and BW uh, used that money and were heavily subsidised by the EU. So that's actually made a massive impact on us. And obviously it has a direct influence on um, how much money we have to pay through our licence fees for them to try and recoup that. Obviously, it's not working. They're not even in the same ballpark as they were in times of yore. CRT are, are really an organisation, the same as BW. It's very easy to make them the whipping dog of uh, all the faults and the ailments of what's wrong with the canal system and boating in general. So I try not to do that if I can. Um, but at the same time, I have concerns and worries that the future holds a far larger increase of canal boating costs, uh, which will be borne by us, the boaters. 
But I think there's a bigger picture here to be considered, and I think that that is the fault of government. The financing of the canal networks is a never-ending challenge, and as a consequence, living on a canal boat is not necessarily a cheap way to live. Here's Penny again. I pay around £2,000 a year for my moorings. I pay around £1,000 a year for my navigation licence that allows me to travel around the system going uh, wherever I like on CRT waters. But I very rarely feel I'm treated like a customer. That all said, I think they have behaved pretty well during this crisis. They tend to be quite good at navigational issues during a crisis. I've been on a boat during two outbreaks of foot and mouth and actually they were sensible, practical, reasonable, gave good but clear advice and enforced that appropriately. So I've been impressed with that. What I've been amazed at during this crisis is that they have, for the first time, recognised liverpool boaters, particularly continuous cruisers. And they did quite sensibly say people that don't have a home mooring who are continually moving around can stay put for a bit. They've kind of spoiled that a little bit at the end of things by saying, right, you've got to start moving now. And then giving the mixed message of saying, oh, everything isn't quite open yet and bear with us. So I'm not sure how it will pan out for continuous cruisers. And I hope they're treated with some dignity and reasonableness. But they do seem to be, in all their guidance, they seem to be talking about, please don't go too near boats if people are living on them. Understand people might need to self-isolate. It's nice to be recognised and it's nice to be recognised with practicality and compassion. The best thing for me, though, about the current situation is that CRT do not want to come poking around the moorings particularly, because what happens here is every so often somebody comes for a walk round, decides we're an untidy, scruffy lot, and we all get unbelievably unpleasant letters telling us that basically we're a scruffy lot, we're all in breach of our mooring agreements, and if we don't do this, this and this, then we will be evicted. So certainly the tone of their communications generally has been good, and they've left us alone, which is even better. So, a mixed bag of feelings about the CRT during this period of lockdown. All I would say right now is that I'm glad that I don't have the responsibility of managing that fine balance of generally encouraging people to use the canal network and at the same time specifically discouraging people from using the canal network during lockdown. I hope this will all soon become very much easier for everyone involved. Thank you to all our contributors this week who continue to record their pieces in the safety of their own spaces. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Music